Welcome to the Mind, Body and Life podcast. My name is Sam. And I'm Reese. We are the health guys. Our mission is to change the way the world perceives health. We want to show you that there is a much simpler and more sustainable way for you to build a body that you feel confident and proud of. Yo guys, so another episode, away we go. Um, again, as always, thank you very much for being here with us. If you wouldn't mind and you're finding any of the things we're talking about on these podcasts beneficial, please do share with your friends, your family, your colleagues. It really, really does help us get what we feel we have to share out to the world. Obviously, that's what we're here to do to help. So um, I wanted to start today a little bit differently because we've spoke on recent episodes about challenge and how we deal with challenge. Um, and being in business and having our own business, we would be lying if we said hasn't been challenging, especially since COVID. You know, we've gone back and forth. We've trialed and errored. We've done multiple different things. And we're really finding our way. Um, and challenge is a normal part of life. As we said in the last episode, like a life without challenge is just a fantasy. But something that I wanted to kind of flip that perspective on today is like we have been faced with so many challenges, especially since COVID. Like I said, we were operating in the gym pre-COVID. COVID forced us online. With the online stuff that we were doing, it started to take off. We got a passion. We realized we could help more people. We realized that the format we have for our online coaching is much easier for people to digest what we talk about and digest the information that we need them to know to be able to equip the tools and knowledge they need to be getting in great physical and mental shape and keeping that shape year round. What we find with found with in-person coaching, which differentiated why we decided to take that leap online was that when you're putting someone through a one-hour session and they're absolutely hanging out their ass, exhausted, the last thing they want is you in their ear talking about nutrition, telling them what they can and can't eat and blah, blah, blah. With the online coaching and the way that we coach now online, what we found is that we can actually have a, a video library where we can show people, we can educate people. So they've got the tools and knowledge to be able to essentially go away and do the work at their own pace and be able to find their own way with our support and our accountability. Now, the challenges have been within building a new business. And I've gone a long way about saying what I'm about to say, but yesterday I jumped on a call with Faye and there has been so many times for both Sam and I throughout the time we've we've been in business where we have been down. We've been so had some incredible low points, but some incredible high points. And I think that just kind of emphasizes the passion that we actually have for what we do and who we help. And yesterday I jumped on a call with Faye, who's been in our tribe for a little while. And we had a conversation and she opened up the conversation. Well, a little bit kind of into it after, after we'd done a bit of small talk, she opened up with like the impact working with us has actually had in her life. And it was so eye opening for me because when you're in, when we're in the thick of challenge, we can often um, underappreciate like the work we've done, underappreciate the results that we've helped people achieve. And with fear, she said, working with you guys has truly changed my life. She was battling with her weight for 15 years. She was on antidepressants for a lot of that. Obviously, we don't advertise that we can help people come off antidepressants. But we've had four clients in the last 12 months come off antidepressants. And that's just through implementation of lifestyle change, nutrition, exercise, all that kind of stuff. And all of those challenges that we've faced in the last two, three, four years were completely counterbalanced by what Faye told me and that we've changed the life. Because if someone would have said to me when we went into business, however many years ago, that you're going to have people telling you that you have actually changed their life. Like even just one person telling us that we did, we changed their life would have been more than enough for me. 
And uh, yeah, I just wanted to start with a little bit of a celebration, a little bit of a win this morning, because we don't talk about wins so much on this podcast. And, and just knowing yesterday, having that conversation with Faye and hearing her tell me directly that I, we have literally changed her life. It was just breathtaking. It really was overwhelming. And I felt so grateful that she'd opened up and told me that because we can get in our, I, I, I'm more so than Sam, can get in my own head and question and overthink a lot of things. And um, yeah, it was it was just amazing to hear, hear her tell us that. I was listening to a podcast this morning, the one that you recommended. So you'll be happy to hear I was listening to it about, um, and he was talking, he was a psychologist, um, or he was in medicine. He's also a therapist and all that. And he does, but he does a lot of brain scans. Uh, and this is not something I have just as a, just as a, a little disclaimer, it's not something I've actually researched myself. So this might not be right. However, just because I've researched it, I've felt this in myself and I've seen it through other clients. So like, this isn't just like, you know, Maybe it is a little biased, but this isn't something I'm just plucking out of thin air. Um, and I've just heard and, you know, don't see the correlation myself in myself in clients as well. Is that, you know, I think you were saying that basically when we're eating junk food, our brains are kind of not working as... So he's talking about hardware and software. Now, the hardware is like, our bodies, right? And the organs and what's inside us as well. And he was saying that, you know, chemically or whatever it is inside the brain, when we're eating junk food and stuff, we're, we're not operating optimally in the brain. You know, the brain's not getting the right nutrients that it needs. And the brain really, of course, is the center for everything that we do. Okay. Like it is. And it's the, we get all the feedback, you know, plus don't forget that we're making tens of thousands of decisions every single day. And I think the average about food is 250 odd a day around food, right? Which is absolutely crazy. Um, that's not what the podcast said. I, I just know that off the top of my head. But the the um, point here is that what he said is that, you know, the more overweight you get, the, the less your brain works optimally. And that was super interesting to me and he and apparently a lot of people told him that they can't be saying that you know and he was like i can't not say it like it's super important and i think that something that i've noticed is like you know if a lot of the people that we work with are successful in their work uh the businesses or whatever like and it doesn't mean to say you can't be successful it's not to say that like you know if you get overweight like you've got no brain left you've got no intelligence left that's not true but imagine how much more optimally you could be running a business or running your job or climbing the ladder like in your career if you know you're operating from an optimal level in your hardware and software and you know this is the thing right why so many clients come on board on antidepressants and yet just making some very very simple lifestyle changes is nothing that you can't google there's nothing that like you know it simply is eating good food most of the time training you know, drinking water, getting a good night sleep and prioritizing these things every single day. You know, these are the things that really make a difference to your overall life. And so it's 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 almost like no wonder they, for example, has come off antidepressants and the other clients have as well, because it's it's just simple sort of you're looking after your own hardware. And and it blows my mind that uh, there's another stat that um 
I saw one of my friends put up the other day and he is um, part of a thing called mental health and exercise. Um, and it's a, like, it's basically a, a, a mentorship for coaches like us and um, to help people understand mental health better and how exercise can influence it. And um, they do their own research, like scientific research. And he said that um, I think it was 87% of people in the UK don't exercise, which blew my mind and it's no wonder that most people are feeling overwhelmed feeling anxious feeling crap in themselves like because we're not looking after our bodies like nutritionally exercise wise lifestyle wise yeah that accompanied with the other point you made as well so we're not just dive we're not just dissecting one of uh Stephen Bartlett's recent podcasts here but one of the other things he said on that point was um, around dopamine as well, artificial dopamine. Obviously, if we're we're a population where exercise is at a low, um, you know, junk food is at a high, but also we are binging on television. First thing we do when we open our eyes is go on our phone. Like the artificial dopamine is also responsible for the brain functioning uh, suboptimally. Now, the other thing that was interesting about that, if you have a healthier diet, like like for example, fear, like by consuming healthier foods, by getting regular exercise, by getting good sleep quality and staying hydrated because your brain begins to work more optimally, that in turn then helps you be in a position to make better decisions. So you kind of start by making small changes. And I don't know why this only just kind of landed for me in this way when I, when I heard him talk about the brain, but it's like, we always say, right? We always say to every client we work with, every potential client we speak to, that initially you make small changes, you create some quick wins, and then in turn, you want to invest more time, effort, and energy into the process to get even better. That really landed well because... What's actually happening there on a, on a deeper level is your brain is starting to work on a more optimal level because you're healthier and therefore then your decision making becomes better. Because um, what he was saying about dopamine was it actually, can't remember, I don't want to butcher what he said. I'll come back to that. But yeah, so in a nutshell, he was basically saying that like the more optimally your brain is working, your brain health, because he said he doesn't like mental illness. He doesn't like the term mental illness. Instead, he talks about brain health and doing things that can positively impact brain health. And it was just really eye-opening and it linked in well to obviously having that conversation with Faye where, you know, Faye came into the program just wanting to lose weight. We fast forward however long and she's not only lost weight, she's also in the best mental space that she's ever been in. She's in the best physical shape she's ever been in. And another big thing with Faye as well was 15 plus years, she's jumped from one fad diet to the next. The scales have always been the center point for her. All of her self-worth, all of her am I succeeding, am I failing, has been based on what those scales say. And she said to me also that she cannot honestly remember the last time she weighed herself. She's now only focused on being and maintaining that size 10, which I think is unbelievable because so many people are stuck in the mindset of the scales determine whether or not we're successful. Um, so yeah, really, really eye-opening the impact it can have. I think, um, bear with me here. I want to go back to what you said first about how we switched from on uh, in person to online. And one of the reasons for that is like, everyone's busy and everyone has restricted time, you know? And when you're in person, you know, and, and, and I don't think online is for everyone and I don't think in person is for everyone. So I'm not just like, I believe that, for the people that we work with, you know, online is far better because it means that they don't have to be in a certain place at a certain time. When, you know, we were a PT, for example, you know, someone had to come to us when we were available. 
that could be 8 p.m. at night, that could be 6 a.m. in the morning, like, and it doesn't always work out, you know, in the sense that that it works for them. But then you'll see the uh, the progress I'm making here uh, with this story. Stay. I just want to talk and then move that to Faye because Faye is probably one of the busiest people I know. She has a full-time job. She's a single parent um, and she has a social life. And so, you know, it's one of those things where time becomes one of the biggest obstacles for a lot of people. And I think there's two things about time. Time is that there's not enough of it. Or secondly, it's like program or getting healthy is going to take too much of my time, which I don't have anyway. And with that, like one thing that we worked a lot, obviously with Faye was time management, of course, um, but also making sure that she built a life around what is sustainable for her, for her and what is realistic for her. And that doesn't necessarily include, for example, Faye doesn't food shop, but she'll sh- shop online, right? Because that means that, it takes her 10 minutes to do the shop online. There's no there's no driving time there. You know, there's no then shopping time and time going back. So she'll do, do all that online. And these things like, you know, how much how many, how much she works out <clears throat> has definitely grown over the the time we've been working with her. But to start with, you know, it's it's making it sustainable. So uh, rather than trying to do the optimal, it's making it worthwhile for you. And you can make some great progress in say like three sessions a week that are 30 to 40 minutes. You don't, you know, you can build some great muscle and some great strength in that time and get some great fat loss results. It doesn't have to be five sessions at like two hours or an hour. Quite a long time. Faye was literally just doing 15 minutes every morning, weren't she? Literally 15 minutes on a morning. When she woke up, brush her teeth, she just do 15 minutes of uh, one of the workouts online and that's it. <laughs> yeah. And like in the end, you know, time becomes a big obstacle for a lot of people. And that, my point here is just that, you know, you need to be if if time is one of your biggest obstacles you just need to which it was for Faye for sure is what i'm saying here um you need to build out a routine that works for you and will continue to work for you what i see too often is people trying to do what they think they should be doing and then that just falls off in three weeks time surely like you know common sense tells you that it's better to do what you can do consistently for the next 90 days uh, and beyond rather than doing something that is optimal for the next two three weeks and then dropping off because it's not sustainable for you yeah and especially going back to you talking about the type of person we're currently working with the type of person we're currently work with, working with is time poor they don't have an abundance of time left over so therefore you know be at the gym for 9am or shit a work meeting's just been rescheduled or the kids are misbehaving or something has cropped up which which means I cannot be in the place like with online coaching you know and as well another thing was I always found that when I was in co- in person coaching like I'd be going off on this tangent talking about nutrition and talking about all these things that were more important than the actual exercise but we all know when we are in a high stress state which when you're getting your ass kicked by a personal trainer for an hour, you're in a high stress state, right? Your emotions are high. It's really hard to um, retain information as well. Like it's really hard. Try it. I challenge you all to try it. (laughs) Go to the gym with a buddy, slaughter yourself and have a conversation about a topic you're not familiar with and tell me how much information you retain by the next week. It was just too hard. So with online coaching, it's different because you actually have the resources to study in your own time. 
There's no way you have to be at a specific time. You can complete your workouts in your own time. You can attend the live meetings if you can make it live there on Zoom. Fantastic. If you can't, they're all pre they're all recorded and uh, put into the coaching lab. Like online coaching is just more accessible for people who travel for work, for people who are time uh, who haven't got the time to commute to and from a gym and be in a specific place at a specific time. Um, but yeah, that's that's another tangent. But yeah, just I've uh, I think this. Why I spoke about this is because recently, being completely honest, I have been beating myself up a little bit. And that has based on what we discussed in the last two episodes, where the expectations of where I believe I should be at do not meet where I'm actually at. And I'm living in that gap where I'm feeling frustrated that things aren't moving as quickly as I want them to move. But then having that conversation with Faye just completely in that moment counteracted all of that negative feeling and emotion I had. Like knowing that all those times where we've like, been on the fence, like, are we really doing the right thing? Are we blah, blah, blah. Like, that is all counteracted by one person turning around and, like, telling us directly, you have changed my life. That, for me, proved that we are in the right job. We're doing the right thing. We're on the right track. And I, some, sometimes we just need something. And I know we shouldn't always look to external things, but sometimes we need something external to centre us a little bit. And for me, that conversation I had with Faye centred me so badly because it just meant so much. If you'd have said eight years ago when I became a coach that someone will tell you. And I mean, there's been quite a hand, handful of people that have told me this, but yeah, just someone telling me that I've changed their life just meant a ton to me. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, it's the reason why it's important to us is it's how we measure the result, you know, like in the end, like Reese mentioned scales before and all that, you know, great, awesome. But in the end, like, we want people to turn around and say that, you know, they're now demanding more from life and they are, they have changed their life because in the end, like the reason why we do this is because we believe everyone can take ownership of their bodies, you know, mind and life uh, to live with more power, purpose and presence. And that just shows to us that someone has done that. And all we kind of want people to know is that, you know, and as hard as this is for a lot of people to hear because people just want to blame external things for the way they are feeling or the actions that they take but we just want everyone to know that you have a choice and if i see it quite often in a lot of people is that you know my value and choice is to put health at the forefront of everything that i do and that makes me so much better to demand more from the rest of my life because that means i'm in a good place whereas i see so many people being like oh but i've got to do this you know, I've got, I've got to do that. And it might not be a conscious decision, but I see so many people taking actions instead when they could be just saying, okay, well, guess what? I'm going to exercise first. I'm going to go to gym. I'm only going to do half an hour. That's fine. I'm going to go to gym and then I will do what I can with the other stuff. It should not be the other way around unless it's an emergency with family, for example, but it should not be the other way around. You should be my, we had people here, my wife's family, um, over the Easter weekend, and I exercised every single day. There is literally no excuse, like, at all for you not going and doing it. And, and that was my full program. Now, granted, you don't have to do that. You could do a variation on it, or you could do, you know, like we said, 15, 20-minute hit workout or whatever. Like, but get up, get out and do it. Like, go and do it. Like, and as simple as that. And that's how, like, I'm actually the same weight now. I actually did weigh myself this morning. I was a bit worried after the Easter weekend, um, but I am the same weight now as I was before. So and that's just the reason why, because I've stuck to the principles that, you know, we teach clients and that I fully live by every single day. 
Yeah, and I think what's important that we have to do it. The last thing I'm going to say is we have to do it because of how it makes us feel and not do it for the ulterior motive of achieving a goal. Like if we... Motion detected at the garden. If we constantly focus on the... If we constantly focus on like the result, the end goal, and we constantly... I've lost my trail of thought because uh, Alexis just spoke to me as well. So, um, yeah. It's focus on the process and not the outcome, which we do say quite a lot. That's what I think what you were saying. How good you, how good you feel for actually getting it done? Like if we just focus on... We're trying to aim for a result, result, result. We're always going to live in the future and always feel like we can't be happy until we get there. If we work out and eat good quality food and hydrate ourselves and sleep properly because of how it makes us feel and then how we're able to show up for the people around us, it, that's a much more effective way to measure your progress rather than just, I've still got so far to go. I know personally, if I take, if I allow my person, if I allow my personal standards to drop even for a week, 10 days, two weeks max, if I don't work out as a, as much as I do, if I don't get out for my walk, if I let meditation practices slip, if I start sleeping like shit, it's not just about how I feel. It's about how the people I absolutely love within my life have me show up for them. And um, yeah, just wanted to add, focus on the process, not the outcome. Something we do a lot when client first joins, you know, we obviously have to set a goal, an end goal and the reason for getting there. But then we set up three action steps that are the most important right now and we'll do them daily until we need to add new ones. The same every quarter, we'll do a review, see how we've done, create another goal for the next quarter and then set action steps to get there. Like it's as simple as that. And then all we do is focus on those action steps. We know, we trust in the process and we do it. You know, all I have done over the last, you know, however many weeks to to lose the, the fat I have is to focus on the process and get the stuff done consistently and just trust. If, if the weight hasn't come down, I just trust in the process. I know it's going to work. It's the, the body is funny. So appreciate you all listening through um, Alexa and all that. And uh, we will uh, see you on the next one.